You hear that, you guys? We made it. It's almost over. 2020 is about to wrap up. Talk about building resilience. If you live through 2020, and I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you are indeed alive, you undoubtedly grew this year. Probably against your will, but you did and you made it and it's almost done. But before that, December for me is the month of hope, joy, the birth of Jesus. It's a great month. And I'm choosing this year to let it be the best month of the year, to slow down, to breathe deep, and to just celebrate that this year is done. This dumpster fire is almost behind us. More hope, more joy, more Merry Mary, and just a little more Jody to get you ready for Christmas. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Christmas special with my two best friends. Merry Christmas, ladies! Merry Christmas, girls! Merry Christmas! That is such a funny song when you listen to the lyrics because I definitely care about what's under the tree. <laughs> I was actually going to say that. I was going to be like, of all the people who care what's under the tree, it's the two girls on this and I don't. I just care what's on my plate. What is on my plate at Christmas and nothing else. So welcome to the Christmas episode with my two best friends. Best oh, I'm season. So Best season, best friends, best time of the year, even in 2020. It's like the only good time of the year, maybe. Yeah. Oh, man, I love Christmas. Me too. Yeah. So I'm super excited to go through and talk about all our favorites, our favorite things, our annoying things, the things we hate, because you got to just have it. It's all balanced, right? You got to have it all together. Totally. Totally. Got to have it all together. So as we are approaching Christmas 2020, it's a fun time to talk about our favorite Christmas traditions as a kid. First, I want to talk about the best and worst Christmas present because I can't think, I don't love presents. Like I do, I want good ones, but I also like, I don't prioritize them over things. So like food is most important, but my best worst Christmas was I was in grade one. It was like minus 30. I'm living in Edmonton and that's how I know I was in grade one. And all I wanted for Christmas was the elf stuffed animal from like elf from melmac like alien life form amazing i wanted it so bad oh my for christmas gosh. and and it talked right like you pushed its belly or something and it said all his funny elf things and i was so excited and i opened the screen door and all of the glass blew out into my head <laughs> like literally what? like my skull was like full of glass cuz the door shattered and it all flew in and I don't think anyone took me to the hospital. I think everyone picked glass out of my head. And then I opened my Christmas present, which was an elf doll. And I was so excited. And then guess what? Elf didn't talk because Nana and Papa probably decided that was too expensive. And I like immediately started squeezing his middle and then no sounds came out. Oh no. <laughs> like I don't, I don't like have a best or a worst, but that is like my most memorable Christmas incident that was like, I remember just being so full of joy and excitement. And as soon as there was Amazon Prime and Elf was on Amazon Prime, like we watched it as a family. And I still keep thinking, like I have the Elf doll still. Of all the things I have from my childhood, my kids have Elf in their room. And it's just so funny because my head got full of glass. No one took me to the hospital because it's like, what, 1989? They're like, you're going to be fine. Put on a Band-Aid. <laughs> and yeah, that's my best, worst Christmas present ever was like, I love my nan and papa so much, but I felt like first world problems, but like I got betrayed that year, like a lot. <laughs> so that was my best worst. What about you? Oh, Amanda? that's funny. Isn't that funny? Oh, my best worst. Well, they're definitely my best and worst are completely different Christmases. Um, oh, mine too. <laughs> like my, my best Christmas. I can think of a few. I, you know what? I can think of one when I was a really little kid. I, I must have been six or seven. I really wanted this. I don't even know what they were called, but it was a doll and it had a comb that came with it. And if it 
you put hot water in it. The hair changed when you combed. Oh the my hair. gosh, I had that. Yes, and they were so cool. And it even oh. had like a stamper on the other end that had a heart on it. And if the water was warm, it would stamp. You a could heart stamp into its face. Hair. Yes, like I love that doll, and I remember. I like, just found kid. that doll at my mom's house, and the stamp oh. doesn't work anymore. Oh wow. my goodness! <laughs> probably, probably the hair doesn't work. That's what happened. Return it. Yeah, return totally. it. Just Costco take it back because it might. Um, <laughs> so that was probably my favorite Christmas. I remember like a present, and then obviously in my older teenage years, the year that my dad and mom treated me to a full on snowboard package, the board, the binding, the boots, the whole Shazam. They just probably wanted me to be active. So, um, <laughs> I got, I got the whole package and, uh, I'll never forget that Christmas cause I definitely was spoiled, but in our family, that's gracious parents. I have been spoiled many, many, many years over many Christmases, but the best Worst Christmas was, it was my second Christmas uh, with my husband, Jeremy. We were just dating at the time. It was our second Christmas that we were dating. And to, to, to give preface to this, my first Christmas, he bought me like a beautiful bag, like a beautiful purse, a really expensive pair of jeans and a vase for my room. Like he just, you know, went all over <laughs> We, we all know vase. Like, like a nice home sense vase, you know? And, you know, we all know that gifts are my love language. So it was our second Christmas. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's he going to get me? He's going to love me even more this year. And um, he, he, bless his soul, he knew I love the games categories. That, that's, my, that's my game, my board game that I love. Well, that Christmas, I opened my presents and he bought me Bible categories. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> That was it. That was it. That was the only thing under the tree. That well, was that's my... the gift that keeps on giving. Think how many right? times you could play it. Oh, it was unbelievable. And you know what? <laughs> I, I chirp, we all chirp about it now and we make fun of him, but like he was in school, he had no money. And like, he just thought it was my favorite game. And so she'd love the Bible's categories version of it. And uh, his homeschool heart just was, you know, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit off, but it's okay. He made up for it and took me on a shopping trip and it was amazing. And now he still knows that gifts are my love language, but still struggles to buy me gifts all the time. Well, if, so. if we could be honest for like just a little hot minute here, when I think about like any gift I've ever given Amanda, I'm like, just mostly home sense gift cards because every time I'm like, Heidi, I just want to buy her something like really like special or cool. Like what can we get her? And then we're always like home sense gift cards because that's like, that's really the key to your heart or an empty vase apparently. Or if we get her anything else, she's like, I love it, but I'm going to return it for a HomeSense gift card. <laughs> I do love HomeSense, that's for sure. I have to decorate my favorite thing. I just think yeah. that's so cute, though. Like, I didn't realize, I thought it was your first Christmas. I didn't realize he'd, like, outdone himself on an awesome present, and then year <laughs> two was, like, a high yes. five. Well, and because it was our second Christmas and, you know, gifts are my love language, I was like, you don't like me anymore. Are you breaking up with me? Like I went through the whole thing. Like I was like, did you even think about what I wanted? And in his head, he's like, it's your favorite game. Like it's a new version and you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, the Bible, right? Like it was just, oh my gosh. And we make fun of him now, but he would roll his eyes at it now and probably make fun of it. I don't even know where it is. I don't even think I own it. I think I well, you probably returned it for a HomeSense gift card. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I That'll feel do much like better in this house. I feel like you probably, I don't know. I feel like you probably said to him, like, you have a fight about it? I can't believe you thought that was like a breakup present. <laughs> That's like my favorite part. <laughs> like, are we breaking up? Oh, he just texted me. It's in the garbage, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. He's oh, my God. Oh, I oh. love him. That yeah, is so I funny. I, I was more like sad because, because it's the gifts in my life. I was like hurt by it. Um, it's I, yeah, the I was, Bible, I, was Amanda. I, know, I don't even know I what categories is. What is categories? You know, you roll the dice and it lands on a letter of the alphabet and then you have to list, you know, 25 things that are on that letter from the alphabet. So if it lands on N, you would need to name, you know, a boy's name, a plant, a household item, oh. or whatever. everything has to be that letter. Animals on Noah's <laughs> Ark. <laughs> <laughs> Well, her to start with a T. That's really funny. Like I'm like Pharisees, philanthropy, Philippians. <laughs> like I just don't even. It was no, it's categories. Hard. Yeah, it categories. was hard. So, anyways, that was that was you know. But in in years past, let me tell you, I have been absolutely spoiled rotten by 
gifts from him that now yeah, it's since just, then probably <laughs> he'd <yeah>. be beat <laughs> up <laughs> yes oh, oh my, my god, god. That is you, like, well i was thinking about this and i don't even know if i've ever got a bad gift because i pick all my gifts and usually I buy them for myself <laughs> and then tell Ryan, like, you're giving me this or like, tell my mom, this is exactly what I want. And then if someone buys me something that I wasn't expecting, I just return it and get that thing that I wanted. <laughs> that is true. That's very true. So like, even in Ryan's family, we like, at one point we were like, okay, everybody's just like, we drew names and every single person gave each other a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> and it was like, okay, this is kind of dumb now because now we're just buying ourselves exactly what we want. So I think that, yeah, I don't think I've really had a bad gift because it's just, I find <laughs> what I You dictated what you were getting anyways. Yeah. You can't give me a bad gift because I'll just return it for what I want. Like I already <laughs> bought pajamas this year and was like, just give me these for Christmas because these are the ones I want. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll buy stuff in like March and be like, I'll have it for Christmas but I'm going to use it now. But actually the very best gift I ever got, and this is funny because I had no idea this was coming, was my Vitamix like in 2012. And I had no idea. And Ryan's mom surprised me with it. And I was so excited. So maybe I should take a surprise gift once in a while, but I have so many ideas of things I want that I just can't give up the control to be like, (laughs) totally. That's my My list already. Yeah, I judge that so hard. Like my mother-in-law, we all were buying, we were buying her an iPad and putting money together for it. And like, she'd asked for it, but I am like against people knowing and against like them. And then she was using it in November. And I was like, what? And I bring it up all the time. She's like, I'm like, what do you want for Christmas? And then she's like, she'll say whatever. I'm like, oh, well, you're going to buy it right now and then use it. And then like still pretends your Christmas car isn't because I get so mad at her. Oh my gosh. That's what I do. I'm waiting on my new pajamas to show up in the mail next week. <laughs> oh, that drives me nuts. But it's because I'm like obsessed with not knowing. I don't want to know. Like I yeah. want to be Yeah, surprised. except then when I get you something that you don't know about, then you just give it back to me and I have to use it like your Yeti mug. I'm like, I don't like this. I'm really high maintenance about mugs and I am really quirky. My friend Wendy used to say, you never know what you want, but you definitely know what you don't want. And that's what she said to me when I was planning my wedding. I'm like, I'm sorry about that. That's too bad. That was the best gift I ever got back to myself. Yeti mug is a thing I don't want. So I'm really happy for you. That worked out really well for all parties involved. Well, Um, except Jody, because you want to be surprised, but what do you guys want for Christmas? Oh, I don't even know. I want an Apple Watch. World peace. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want freaking COVID to be over. Yeah, that too. Or I want to get COVID. Open the borders. I want to be sitting on a beach in Hawaii. That's what I want. Yeah, Julia. no kidding. Going back to board games, the one thing I really want is when we were in college, every night we played Mad Gab before bed. Yes. And like, I'll never forget when it was like Pan <laughs> Pan Atches. Pan Atches. <laughs> And I was like, pan atches, pan atches, pan atches. I was like, I don't. And then one of you was like, it's aches, pan aches, pan aches. Or my favorite was like barf's hope, barf's oh, hope. So and it was barf's hope. So that's where I'm like, barf's I should get that and play it with my kids. Like that's one that I think I would find so much. I think that would be so much fun. Just play fun. Mad Gab again. That's one of my. That is a good one. Yeah. That's one of my faves. What was your favorite Christmas tradition as a kid? Oh my gosh. I was thinking about this today. And my favorite thing was always like setting up the tree or getting the tree. And we used to like get a real tree. So then I always remember it would be frozen in the garage. Had to like unthaw or thaw. And then spiders out. (laughs) Yeah. And then it would smell so good. Like when you brought it in the house. Um, When my mom would be cleaning up pine needles for like weeks. But um, we'd always decorate it at night and like put up the lights and it'd be so pretty. And we always listened to Boney M. Oh. But back in the day, we loved the song Little Drummer Boy. That was our favorite, my brother and I. But we only had it on a record. Oh. So we had to, like, try to find it on the record. And we didn't even really know how to use records. But then one day, my dad made the record into a cassette tape. And we were like, yes, you can find Little Drummer Boy so easy. So that was my, like, favorite thing. But I've played that for my kids. And they're like, oh, this is the worst. <laughs> 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 Turn it off. So that, 
Yeah, so that's too bad, but that's definitely my favorite tradition, setting up the tree with Boniam. I think the same. I, I remember as a young kid setting up the tree with my family too, and we would we would put on all the decorations and we would have Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton in the background, mm-hmm. a little bit of Amy Grant, a little bit of Michael Dove, oh, yeah. you know, few few of those. And to this day, I still want to listen to those songs when I put up my tree now. But I do remember one tradition also over Christmas that we always did was Christmas morning when we tried to open our presents. We could not open our presents until obviously dad was out of bed and dad wouldn't get out of bed unless we put his socks on him. So we would have to, we would have to go find socks. We'd have to go find socks and put them on his feet, but he would move his feet around. So you could never get the sock on his foot. And And you were just dying to open presents. I know. And I'm like, get your big toe in this sock. Like I just, (laughs) come on dad. Like there's presents. And it literally would take an hour. Like he'd go on for an hour. Cause oh, then he'd fall back to sleep and then we'd have to wake him up. And then we'd have to try to get the sock back on his foot and he'd be moving it around. And (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Kind of a funny tradition. I can't even picture him doing that. That's so funny. And because if anybody knows my dad, I mean, he barely has socks on. He'll have one sock on and one sock off <laughs> all night long. Like, it's just, you have to wear socks. Funny. And, and most importantly, his feet are like the guy off Little Caesar's Pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza. <laughs> like, they're like flat. Yes. They're like really flat, long pancakes. Yeah. Like Amanda's. Like Amanda's also. <laughs> that is hereditary. Thank you. Next that time you cool. have to open a gift for me, I'm going to make you. I'm going to try to put socks on you. <laughs> Before you can open it. Oh my gosh. That's oh, the funniest so tradition. Funny. No, I yeah. love that. I thought, of, I thought of another present I hated. And I'm feeling like really bad because my Nana, may she rest in peace, was like the absolute best. But she also bought me cowgirl jeans. And I was like, I realized I wanted to be Rube McIntyre and like Tanya Tucker and Dolly Parton. But and I put on concerts on the coffee table. But still, like they were they were dark denim with white stitching and like a bedazzled butt or something. And I was like, mom, I cannot wear these. And I was also in like, I want to say I was five or six and I already knew mom, this is not on trend for me. <laughs> and oh, I still, yeah. like, I, so I can't remember. I have my, must be such a negative person. I can't remember my favorite presents, but I definitely remember those cowgirl jeans. And then my mom and I would fight all the time. Cause she was like, you need to wear them. And I was like, I'm not wearing these cowgirl jeans. I'm a suburban girl. Still so embarrassing, but my favorite Christmas tradition is definitely Christmas Eve. It's funny because we didn't, we went to church every Sunday the whole year, but didn't go on Christmas. Like, and my mom would probably tell me I'm wrong, but we occasionally went, but for the most part, and it's funny because like so many other people like only go on the holidays and then I'm like, I don't go on the holidays. I got time to, I got a lot of pierogies to make, but like my mom grew up in a Norwegian Ukrainian town. So everything, whenever we would have a holiday, you get Ukrainian and Norwegian cooking, even though we're actually just Norwegian. And so like my favorite thing was like, we did a huge meal at five and it was like pierogies, naleshnika, lefsa, and then Chinese chicken wings, which is like so funny because I, I always used to be like, well, that's because our last name is Lee. So we would have all these like Norwegian <laughs> foods and then Chinese chicken wings. And then my favorite dessert, which is Riesklut. And it's like that rice stuff with an almond in it. Whoever gets the almond gets a present, which was usually like a Bonium cassette or, you know, like a whatever unisex present. And then we all opened our presents individually, like one at a time, which I love because I hate the chaos. I of, love that. I love that. And Me then too. we had appetizers like my mom and dad are just like the best cooks and at 10 o'clock we would have appetizers like you're so full from the pierogi still you can barely breathe and then we would have appetizers and stuff and I think what I loved about it was it was just my family of five and no extended family and -hmm. I think that's why it's my it's my favorite thing and then Christmas so we did all of our presents Christmas Eve because that's Scandinavian and then um like I didn't even really care that much about Christmas Day like I, I, we had stockings, which were fabulous. My mom did awesome stockings, but like, I just didn't, I actually probably like stockings better than presents. Cause I love all the little stuff, but like, yeah, I just, it was, it's all about the food and you try and change a meal on me. And I just like want to die. Like Christmas for me is food. It's not people. Yeah. It's not presents. It's literally oh my gosh. food. <laughs> just kidding. So did you open all your presents then? Amanda, did you open your presents on Christmas Eve? Well, we had such a huge, massive German family. And on Christmas Eve, 
like unlike Jody, we always went to Christmas Eve service and then we always got together with the extended cousins. And there's now there's 32 of us and we like need a hall to um, be together and open presents. But so we open presents from like our omas and our aunties and everything on Christmas Eve. So we opened a ton of presents on Christmas Eve, but Christmas morning was just my immediate family, like my brother and my mom and dad. And stop yeah, that w- that's what we did too. We always went to church on Christmas Eve, which is something I still love. Like a candlelight service is my yeah. very favorite. And then we'd always open up presents on Christmas morning with just my family. And then we'd go to like our extended family in the afternoon. But when I got married, Ryan's family is German, but I don't know if that's why. But they open all their presents on Christmas Eve after church yeah. and have like a big meal, open presents. And then Christmas morning, they just do stockings. And that was like so weird for me to get used to. Mm-hmm. But now I kind of like it because I love opening up the presents when it's like candlelight or like at night with twinkling lights. Yeah. But it does, Christmas feels different because it's not like I even like at 18 years old, probably couldn't sleep the night before Christmas. Cause I'm like <laughs> so excited to get up and see what presents I have and they better be the ones I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> like totally. it better be I, I hope I made good choices hope I like my presents yeah totally I'm gonna be so grumpy no I think that's that's so funny what about now what's your favorite thing now I one of my favorite traditions obviously is oh still setting up the tree um normally me and Jeremy we set up the tree together and I bake cookies and the house smells amazing and we have a glass of wine and we listen to my music that he makes fun of me about because it's still Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith. And yeah, uh, but it's still like, it's one of my favorite days. I like look forward to it. I book it in the calendar. I'm like, today's the day we do Christmas. And uh, it's still one of my favorite traditions. And obviously still being with Christmas day, we always go to my mom and dad still with my, my nieces and, um, and opening their presents. And it's still my favorite thing. I love that. My favorite thing with my kids is setting up the tree. And like doing it still like in an evening so that at the end it's like so dark and you can shut off all the lights and the trees just lit up. That's my favorite. And listening to music, which they don't like my bone yet, but we put on music and like usually a Christmas movie and then we always order some kind of food at the end. And usually everyone's eating and I'm still cleaning up. It's like usually a lot of work, but that's the setting up. And then Christmas Eve service is always my favorite. I still love to do that with my family and now we always open all our gifts on Christmas Eve it feels like I like want to do that still but it's funny because when we were in Alberta we we wanted to do it just our family so then we had to do it Christmas morning because we were with family Christmas Eve and then with family Christmas Day and now we live far away so now we're just always with people so I guess I could switch back because I'm just with people regardless Right. But I had like, that was a sacred thing just for our little family. And it meant so much to me, but my favorite thing now is seriously the whole month of December. Like, it's funny because I don't, when you guys talk about Christmas tree decorating, I'm like, pretty sure that as kids, we didn't have a very big part in that. I remember a lot of time spent. <laughs> neither will my kids if I ever have any. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So I, I like seek, this is like the only thing that sounds so terrible. It's the only thing that I just want to do when everyone's in bed. Cause I just, I just want to like, I, you, you have them help, right. And everything's in a clump and it's like cute. And then like the last few years they would like forget about it. And I would move them all like where they should go. And then last year they like noticed. And then they, Colston was like so mad. He's like, I meant to have those stacked four together. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I don't love putting up the tree as a family, but I have to say like, I made a habit or not a habit, but a tradition of get once they, one night before Christmas, when they're getting into their PJs, I'll have popcorn popped in a bag and like hot chocolate and a little to go cup. And I'll be like, okay, look, and they like think they're going to bed. Right. And that's such a big deal for kids. And I'm like, let's go look at Christmas lights. And we just get in the car and drive all, we used to go to candy cane lane, drive all around and look at all the lights and stuff. And so I love to whisk them away and do that or decorate Christmas, Christmas cookies and watch Christmas movies. And my husband is like Clark Griswold now. So every year our house is a little bit crazier. And this year we're trying to get on the, like the Nanaimo, the list of houses to go see. So we're trying to get on that. And that's like one of my favorite things, but overall it's like, literally I thought to myself, I'm, my favorite thing is baking, hosting, 
and planning food for the people that I love. So even like Christmas Eve this year, we're going to go catch some crabs at the pier. We're going to do that Christmas Eve and for Christmas Eve supper, do like progies and crab, which is like so weird. Mm. But I want to start new like island traditions, right? With the kids and stuff. And so I imagine standing out in the rain and like eating Twizzawas as Colston used to, or Brooks used to call it Twizzawas, um, standing out there and like doing that is like kind of maybe be something fun that we do like on the island. But it's really, it's really all about the food for me. And it's funny because I have a quote that says, Christmas traditions are meant to build bonds and not bring bondage. Hold them loosely. And so that's where I can be so set in my ways, right? And recognizing like, even as my kids are going to, you know, meet women and, um, you know, get married and stuff like that or whatever, they might not care about food. And so that's where it's like, I have to let some of that go. And I have trouble getting over myself with those certain traditions. So when I read that quote, Christmas traditions are meant to build bonds, not bring bondage, hold them loosely. I was like, I want to keep saying that to myself because we can get so stuck, right? Like on the ways and the things and how everything has yeah. to be, even me with my tree, like it has to all yeah, be but you know what? It's so hard because that stuff like that, those feelings that you get from remembering, like I always try to feel that again, like that Christmas, like mm-hmm. nostalgia and like it's so hard to go back to what it was like when you were little, but I still like love it so much and like try to get into that. But like the biggest hack that I found is I bought my kids their own tree and put it upstairs like a tiny tree. And then I'm like, you guys can put every one of these decorations on. They're all Ryan's (laughs) decorations. (laughs) And then I'm like, I'll just do my boring tree guys, but don't touch it. And they're like, yay. They love setting up their tree. And it's like, falling over because it has so many decorations on it and I don't care how they put it on at all and you can't even see it except in their playroom and then I don't let them touch my tree (laughs) I like that I think that's that's actually like super good advice I actually feel like we did that and now I think I don't have it at the new house I feel like maybe we sold it or couldn't bring it on on the boat or something and so now I'm like I feel like I don't have that but that is super smart and then you don't have to worry about it Amanda is your cat gonna jump at your decorations Oh my goodness. I know. I was already thinking, I'm like, we put up the downstairs tree already and she like lies underneath it. Like she's in the forest. <laughs> oh, is she in your house or did you put it up in your garage? Oh, it's in the, it's in the front street. Yeah. It's in the front yeah. street. <laughs> yeah. Cause that cat wouldn't be in your house. No, no, she's never not allowed in the house, but no. um, I know we are just, just, uh, she, she will love the tree, but I also just side note, don't really let Jeremy touch the tree except for putting it up. He's not even allowed to fluff it because he doesn't fluff it properly. <laughs> like, He's like, I'll just be so happy. I'll just yeah. eat the cookies. <laughs> He's like, I'm just sitting here with a bourbon and a cookie. Life is well, good. Ryan, Ryan doesn't like to fluff the tree because he says it makes his hands too dry. So I, <laughs> I have to do the of whole course. thing. Of course. Oh my God. Yeah, classic. So I have to do the whole thing. Put some lotion in his stockings, would you? <laughs> <laughs> but you know that feeling of a big tree, like when you have to pull out all the branches. Okay. Yeah. And it does, I guess he's like, I can't. My hands will be too dry. <laughs> well played, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I still have that like that ghetto tree. Like I, I see everyone's tree. Like I feel like every woman I know has this tree that looks so fancy and mine's still like colored lights. Like I feel like it's like my version, you know, like oh. my version of like totally. Classy. But I, I still think you want to come to my house and just lay down. Like maybe with it's like those- a perfect with the raccoons and the moose (laughs) (laughs) oh and now my raccoons like actually live at my house we should stuff them though we should probably they've ruined the lawn looks really really bad we don't even we don't even fold the the grass back down anymore they just roll it back (laughs) eat their grubs and we just leave it open for them we're like oh my gosh this is on this is their house oh my word what about your favorite thing to eat it's like all I've talked about. Yeah, you should start with this one, Jody. I will start. So you have a few ideas. Well, once again, all these things that only certain people who hear this will know what I'm saying, but Lefsa, Naleshnika, Rescroot, and I Pro feel like Beast. you're not even speaking English anymore. <laughs> yeah. Rescroot is like my, one of my faves. Naleshnika is like little crepes with like dry curd cottage cheese in it and then some sugar and then you drizzle it with whipped cream and bake it. It's like oh. Oh, everything like... I want to say in Eastern Europe must just be beige (laughs) when they have a meal. Everything is beige. And then if it's like 
just drizzle it with whipped cream. Like just use that for as just a common rule for all foods. But no, my mom's shortbread is like mm, she, and yes. I, I tried to get her instructions once and I was like, I can't, like it's so high maintenance. It's like she times how long she whips the shortbread for and I tried it and mine wasn't nearly as good. And I was like, I'm just going to let it be mom's thing because it's so, she does such a good job. Basically everything mm-hmm. she makes, but my mom's shortbread is like one of my, I can't say no, like other stuff. I'm like, whatever, but not. Do you that. like it? Do you like it in the freezer? I like shortbread that's frozen the best. You know why though? Because as kids, you're always stealing it from like a freezer or you're making a goodie plate for your mom from the freezer (laughs) and you're eating it frozen. Yeah, totally. I'm convinced of that. My brother ate like a whole tray once of Christmas goodies, <laughs> like like a whole pan, and then they Out put a the freezer. Yeah, and they put a lock on the freezer after that. <laughs> and oh, they heard, heard him climbing, like climbing on my sister's back, trying to get the key. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> which is like one of my favorite things, which I think is so funny. <laughs> Shortbread is so good. <sighs> yeah. Nothing is so good anymore when you have to make it yourself, though. Like all the things, like I loved caramel rolls. I love shortbread. I love like my mom's almond bark. But then if I have to make it myself, I'm like, uh, I just want my mom to make it. <laughs> right. It's always better when someone else makes it. Totally. I don't know. I love, I mean, classic Amanda. I love all the things, chocolate, all the desserts, all the chocolates. Like I just want to eat a stack of Ferrero Rocher's. I was just going to say that. I know. I'm like, hit me with the toffee face you know, throw me any Lindor balls you don't want. Like I'll eat all of them. I just, I'm here for the chocolates and, uh, that's, that's basically it. Actually, I obviously do love a full meal, the turkey, the potatoes, the whole, the whole jam. But just in the last two years, me and my in-laws, we started a tradition that, um, where we bake fresh baked donuts at Christmas. Oh, yeah. We call ourselves the Bismarck babes cause we're both German and we're in-laws and, uh, we make these amazing donuts and every year that we do it, we try to make a new glaze. So we have a chocolate glaze and a Krispy Kreme glaze and sprinkles and the whole thing. And literally these donuts are off the chain. Like Bismarck babes should be like a a company. Like it's, they're unreal. So even though it started traditions in the late thirties, like I'm cool with that, but, um, and anything, anything Nutella that isn't a Christmas, anything, I will also eat that. I always remember going to your aunt's house with your whole family for like the huge meal that she would make. Yeah. And I was like, there are bowls of chocolate around. Yes. <laughs> what is this place? Is this heaven? There's like a bowl of lint chocolate and I can eat it. Well, well and then the first year we did Christmas together as girlfriends, we were going to split the meal. We made a turkey, the whole thing. And here I was spending $75 on chocolates because I just thought everybody did that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're $75 on chocolate almonds and then you wouldn't pitch in for the bird. I'll never, I was just going to bring that up because oh. I'll never forget like how shocked we were oh because you gosh. got, there was like us and our spouses and there's like six of us and you got Costco sized bags of everything. And <laughs> I remember it was like two kilograms of chocolate almonds or something. Oh. And I was like, what? Well, and I was like, what are you all going to eat? Because I don't want to eat. When we're adding up the price, she's like, well, I spent $75 on chocolate all. Or like, yeah, and that can be your gift to us. <laughs> Heidi's no, just not can't me. return it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know a, oh, a worse funny. gift. I made you guys ornaments that said Christmas in November, like 2011. And I think they were Jody's style of white trash and pretty sure they went in the garbage. Mine went no, in the garbage I, like last I, year. I have that. I still have that. And it goes on the kids' tree because it doesn't oh. quite match my tree, but I still have that. Amanda's I like, like Amanda that. never took hers home, I don't think. <laughs> I think I had two. I'm so sorry. She tried to return oh. it at home since. They're like, this is, this is homemade. And that was so classy. Like I wrote Christmas, oh. November, Christmas in November, yeah. 2011, like it was a Sharpie. <laughs> I was oh. so classy. Oh, those oh. were the good days. Right. But what about how to survive Christmas after a loss or if your family is discombobulated? Let's use discombobulated for lack of like a screwed up. A normal word. Yeah. I use discombobulated all the time, but it's like, it's when you can't put words to it because family is like hard. Mm -hmm. Even your own expectations and your own like 
desires and then trying to put other people first and what about mm. that? Yeah, I mean, it can be tough, especially I, I remember the first Christmas that we were together as a family after, you know, the loss of a grandma or a grandpa and my grandma mm-hmm. had passed away first. And uh, yeah, it was super hard. And I think anyone, you know, going through Christmases that are hard, you know, it's, you just got to come together as a family and you got to rely on the people that you love and that you do trust and that you do surround yourself with to make it easier. And, and sometimes on other hands, you could be in a situation where you're having, you know, a hard Christmas because you actually can't rely on the people that you normally would have trusted or, or your family isn't together for a Christmas. And that's, that's so hard. I I just think you, you got to do what you need to do as an individual or as a couple or as a family to get through those times and do the fun things. And if it means, you know, not doing this party or not doing that party because it does cause too much stress or it does cause too much anxiety, or it's just not what you guys need, like, don't do it. And, and I think that that's okay. And I think that Christmas definitely is a time where there does need to be boundaries more than any other time of year, because it is the hardest. It should be the best, but for so many people, it is the hardest. And I think, um, if you have people that you can rely on and and be around, you can create good memories. It just might look different than a traditional setting. And that may be hard, but you got to do what you got to do. And then on the other hand, I'm like, there's times where you you just, you actually have to sacrifice sometimes what your emotion is because maybe you won't have another Christmas with them again. So you just have to do what, what you need to do and not be selfish and do that too. So I see both sides of the spectrum if that's no help at all, but no, I think that's good. I've been lucky enough to not really, I mean, I lost grandparents. So first Christmas is without grandparents. I remember they were hard, but you just have to, I feel like you have to keep talking about that person and you mm-hmm. have to like, if it, no one talks about them and everyone's trying to make it normal and like, let's just not bring it up because we don't want people to get sad. That doesn't help. So I remember the first Christmas after losing my grandma, we like talked about her and we like I remember I wrote a letter to her and like what I would have said to her on Christmas or whatever, because you, it doesn't help to just brush it under the rug because you are missing them and there is an empty spot at your table and it does hurt and that's Mm -hmm. okay. That's like, so it's maybe a harder Christmas, but yeah, I think you have to keep going and you have to still talk about that person. But like, I don't, I'm not like an expert on that at all. I've only lost grandparents, which is hard in its own sense, but it's not like, yeah. I think the hardest thing for me is, I think it, I think my only advice in those other moments is just keep showing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I think in family so often you just, it's like, I don't know who said it. They're like, you know how I stay married? I keep driving home to the same address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like such a funny thing to say, but like, I know I'm really bad at like, you guys know this cause you have to talk me off the ledge multiple times throughout the year, but I'm really bad at taking a situation and then making it super severe, right? Like I'm like, oh my gosh, this means everything's over or this is everything's ruined or we can't have Christmas again or whatever. Like, and then I get panicky and I want to set like, like when Amanda's saying about boundaries, those are like healthy boundaries. When I panic, it's like a protection. Like I don't want to see anybody ever again at any holiday. Like, you know how I get like so (laughs) severe. Yeah. And so I think, I think the one is just like, just go like just show up and don't have to be fake, but you know what I mean? If there's like a hard thing happening or a tough situation or a divorce or, you know, something weird, I think it's just like, just keep showing up and just keep um, thinking generously, like being generous in your assumptions of the rest of your family. I think that's like the biggest thing because it's like, you can get so frustrated and you can be so divided over little things. Right. And, but it's just remembering, it's like, there's a reason why they say blood is thicker than water, probably because scientifically it's true, but also right. Like there's meaning to that. And so that's where I'm like, but I think being generous, because I think so often we can think, you know, the other people are trying to get their way or they're trying to wreck it for us or whatever in family situations. And if you're just like, if you think about that person's character and then you're like, you know what, like they have a really good heart and they aren't a terrible person or whatever. I think it helps you give your family grace, you know, because we are, we all are different personalities born 
into and married into these families. And it's like, how do you make it work? And it's through like acceptance and love and understanding and usually getting over yourself. And I always say that that's what family does is it forces you to get over yourself because these are people that have been put in your life that you can't walk away from, you know, and and maybe not always get over yourself, but it's like learning to deal with different personality types. Right. And that's what family's all about. And so I think it's just like not having huge expectations or feeling like you have to fake it, but just show up and then try not to like live in your assumptions, but assume the best of those people. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. And like, obviously during Christmas, if your heart is hurting, like how do you join in the joy and how do you, you know, rejoice with that time of year when your heart hurts? And I think that, I think, yeah, you just have to rely on God. You have to rely on your, your people to help get you through those times. And you're totally right. It's, it's about doing what you need to do, right? Cause it's hard to celebrate when you're hurting. Well, and I think sometimes you have to work there's work you have to put in beforehand to get yourself in a place that you can be present, that you can be like gracious to people. Because I know like sometimes we work things up in our head so much before they actually happen. And like 99% of the time, they're not as bad as you think, or like a situation is doesn't unfold. Like you've played it out in your head a hundred times. So if you just like, with anything, whenever you're doing anything in relationships with people, you have to make sure you're healthy going into it and deal with your stuff so that you can be present. You can be the best that you can be. And then usually that stuff is kind of like, it never, it never surfaces. Like you imagine it will in your worst like daydream about it. Mm -hmm. I think even it's funny that my favorite part of Christmas is the whole month of December. Finding joy in different ways. Is that resonating? Yeah. Like, does that make any sense? I'm like, mm-hmm. or just get on a plane and sit on a beach somewhere. That's fulfilling too. I know. I don't know. It's so hard. I agree with That's you. That's like that movie for Christmases. I love that. I know. Watch a Christmas movie. That's the answer. Or the holiday. I love the holiday. Just watch Elf. Like what? Like anyone could hear his burp and just laugh there's like, christmas best. for you yeah i actually hate that movie isn't that funny what i find him so annoying i don't like what's there to me oh my gosh i do like him like he's sweet and funny something i wanted to talk about too is when i say like not living in our assumptions i think a lot of times with family and stuff around the holidays we can make up or like dream up scenarios in which we're going to defend ourselves or have big ideas and a lot of times they don't even come up like that. Like they don't even happen. Like the things we think might happen or someone might say whatever. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. All the fights or conversations you have in your head and all the things you're going to say, they don't even come to pass. That stuff never happens. It's like, we're wasting time doing that in our mind. And that's why I think we just have to get healthy ourselves before we go into those situations, spend some time working on us before we go into situations anything like that I mean most of the time I plan those conversations um out in the shower um, <laughs> I have all the conversations in the shower but, yeah, but um, how often do you actually ever get to say I those know. like no awesome never things you're like and but then let I'm me gonna tell say you, this <laughs> yeah the conversations oh man when they come no. at me then I'm gonna say this uh, yeah and then totally. it never happens no and then it doesn't actually because I think everyone tries to be aware of themselves and this situation you know I've never really had that no I think and you win all your own conversations with yourself in the shower (laughs) (laughs) see the things I've told you bitches yeah you're like I bet when I argue in the shower with myself I always win (laughs) yeah I know and then I'm like and then she said this and then I said this Ryan's like seriously you said that I'm like well no but like in my head yeah (laughs) right that's why anything you two say I'm like did you really say that and in the last year, every time I ask Heidi that, she's like, I did. And I'm always like, that's awesome. Like I'm always <laughs> cheering for her. I'm so proud. But I know I realized this, this joyful Christmas podcast went from like my bedazzled jeans to Amanda professing three times that her love language is gifts when last time it was quality time. So I feel like oh, next time she's going to, she's going <laughs> to pick words of affirmation, but no. So that's where I'm like, I realized this took a turn, but that's what Christmas is. It like, it's like, it starts out. And then if you're not careful, like it can really spiral. And so I think 
just like, like you said, checking in with yourself and, you know, checking in throughout, throughout the month as it goes on and just trying to just stay calm and really find the joy in all the little things. Cause I think if you stay focused on being thankful for what you do have, yes. and, you know, like mm-hmm. you can't be angsty, which is my favorite you word. You can't be thankful and worried at the same time, right? It's, isn't like that what a- I'm normally thankful once I open my presents. <laughs> <laughs> Except if it's Bible categories. Oh yeah. I'm thankful when I have a full plate. And then I just want to barf like all January when I think about what I ate in December. I'm going to try and not oh. be that foolish this year, but I already, today was like, oh. when I thought about planning, when I wrote out and said that I love to plan food, I thought I should start that right now. <laughs> it's like November. Awesome. I'm like, probably shouldn't start baking this, things. I did think the same thing today. I'm like, I should make a list of Christmas baking. <laughs> Mm. I thought about I sending already bought you the girls Costco some. pack of Ferrara Rochers. You know? <laughs> oh, oh you're baking done. Oh, so you're done your Christmas baking. Yeah. <laughs> I do love me some um, lint Christmas balls, but I have to say last year we had, a, we have a grandpa, my friend Ross, and I love Ross. I never get to see Ross anymore because of the Rona. Um, other things, the Rona's ruined. One is my relationship with my friend Ross. Anyways, I finally looked up how many grams of fat and calories were in those. And I was eating, they were like 170 calories or something. A atrocious. Well, I feel like he was giving out, like he always has pockets full of Christmas balls, like all year. And then when you go by his house, he has them in the garage, in the drawer. I love those He's things like my so dream much. Man. Oh, you guys would love Ross. He's like the absolute best. Anyways, he, he was like, Oh, you want a chocolate? And so he like, I like looked them up because I was putting everything in my fitness pal and it was 170 calories. And I was for one ball for, for one of the like egg, like the longer ones, I feel like it was, but still, I think, I think it's still a lot. I want to say it's still a hundred for one. Ball. What are these egg balls? I've never seen those. <laughs> I don't know. They're in the Costco pack. Amanda probably has them in her pantry. No, they're gone. She'll have to, they're already gone. She'll they have to gone. check, but they're they're really really bad for you. So don't if you're gonna eat them, don't put them in my fitness pal. Just forget about it. Just I don't put anything. It. Well, I don't actually do a fitness pal, but if I did, I don't think I'd put anything in December. It's like doesn't count. It's just a write off. Yeah, totally. Well, once again, you girls are one of the absolute best parts of my life, and it's Christmas or it's Thanksgiving or it's Easter, and I'm just always so thankful for you two girls. Us too. Yeah. You so should tell you us that more Christmas. often by buying us a gift. I should tell you that. I just give you my <laughs> words of affirmation. I don't spend any time with you. I don't buy you any <laughs> presents. I don't yeah. know. Do we even exchange Christmas presents anymore? No, we don't. I don't know anymore. Birthdays. Just birthday presents, which I probably owe somebody some a birthday present. I think Jody, I owe you a birthday present. Probably. Better it's get okay. on that. I don't buy me Mad Gab. Oh, buy yeah. me Mad Gab. I would love it. Or actually, I now love a Home Sense gift card too. So. Oh, perfect. So I can go a buy like a fancy raccoon. Buy her a Yeti mug. <laughs> A Yeti mug. I would like, um, there's a lot of, you know, woodsy stuff at HomeSense right now. I'm a big fan. Moose bed sheets. Oh, don't buy her a bralette. She also don't, doesn't like those. You bought me a bralette? <laughs> no, I wore one and you were like, I can see your bra. I was like, what are you wearing? A negligee? <laughs> I was so confused. I never know what's cool, but I do follow Julian Harris now. So sometimes I know what's cool, kind of. There you go. Like I'm trying a little bit. But it doesn't help living on an island. And now I've stopped wearing eyeliner because it transfers to my face. Okay, guys, time for sweet and salty. What's sweet and salty for December? Well, I'll go first. I guess what has been really sweet is the fact that um, it's snowing and I already got to go out snowboarding on the hills, which has been really awesome. We we uh, hit, hit the slopes a little early this year, which was kind of nice just getting out there. What has been very salty for me is I have a herd of deer. I think Santa dropped his reindeer in the field right beside my house. There's about 12 females and one big buck. And anyways, they've eaten four of my trees that we just planted. And I mean, they destroyed them. So I'm a little miffed about that because not only does it look ugly, but they cost a lot of money too, which sucks. So these deer have been um, yelled at a few times. No kidding. It's like a guy in his harem. It's like the Honestly. big buck in his harem, all his broads following his, his roadies, groupies. True. I can't believe Jimmy hasn't got his gun out yet. Well, that's the problem is that we don't need anyone to see that. But yeah, if we yeah. Had, oh, we could shoot. 
He needs a silencer. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's not a problem. I think it's just that we need a bow. I think it's the neighbors. <laughs> I can just see Amanda like Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> like braids in her hair. Up there with her bow and arrow. Yeah, totally. Can't whistle. That's not gonna sound good. It's not even. I'd be dead already. I'd be the first one dead. I'd be in the Hunger Games. Like I'm not cut out for that. I volunteer for tribute. <laughs> That's right. Just I need kill to be, me now. I need to be fed at all times. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. Um, my sweet has been. Oh, thinking about Christmas, getting ready for Christmas, kind of. I got to go shopping last week when my sister-in-law was down and we got a whole bunch of Christmas shopping done and I love that. So that has been my sweet getting ready for the holidays. And what's got me salty? The snow. Amanda, I know you love it. You don't love driving on it, but I, I, it's like we've had so much snow. We've already had a snow day and Oh, it's like, well, we're November now. So I guess it's, I guess it's a little more acceptable, but it's just so hard to do life when it's so snowy and the roads are so bad. So that's got me a little salty. A little salty. I have to say my sweet thing is that, well, my salty is always that I can't stand COVID and I hate the whole world. Just kidding. World. Don't even talk about it anymore. I know. Don't give it FaceTime. Um, but my my sweet is that because of this, always finding the COVID silver lining, because of this, um, not able to do Christmas parties and stuff like normal, I've had to get super creative with my staff. And I bought everyone jackets, which is like so random. And normally, like I could always do that probably in the budget, but normally I buy gift baskets and things, but they were like so jazzed about these new jackets that have our business logo on them. That's really small, but like I got them all jackets. And then I was like, I'm going to like not raffle off, but like door prize off like some wine and Bailey's and like fun things. And we're going to have an office lunch. And like, there's just like so many fun things that we're doing it differently. Cause normally we'd have spouses and everybody come and that makes it like once again, a ton of small talk, which I absolutely loathe. So now I feel like I get to hang out with these girls who I already enjoy in a way that's like more, more personal and more intimate, which is really cool because everyone always wants a Christmas party to be like fake eyelashes and dressed up and a dinner out and drinks and all that. And so it's like, now it's back to Jody's like favorite, you know, chill kind of gathering. So I'm excited about that. I have to say, I like, love that so much. And that's a good one. Also Mm -hmm. so sweet. I don't have snow. And so I am like out in the morning walking in the mist, which is like the mist and the fog is like my favorite thing. It's so tranquil. And so, yes, once again, I am loving life, winter life on Vancouver Island. And then I'm so excited to go crabbing on Christmas Eve. Like I'm going to get off work and we're all going to go out to the pier. And I just, I like have such high hopes for that experience, which also reminds me Christmas is about leaving your expectations behind. So I should expect to catch no crabs. Such a funny thing to say. And have to order pizza. <laughs> have to order pizza. No, I'm going to have pierogies and you know, I'm going to have a ton of um, baked goods and all that jazz, but definitely leaving my expectations behind, but hoping to get some red rock crab and Dungeness crab at our, at our little pier. So that's what oh, I'm hoping for. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that'll, that'll be, be awesome. super, super fun. So until January, ladies, I love you to the moon and back. Love you too. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Well, that conversation has me feeling a little more Merry Merry. I hope you're enjoying your December. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Please like this podcast, rate, review, and share it with one of your favorite friends. Better yet, call them and talk about your favorite Christmas memories. Go make your favorite Christmas snack and eat it tonight. Merry Christmas!